If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, everybody, and thank you for coming by and listening to the Opening Tea Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. And, of course, since I put this out on Sunday night, you could be listening to this in the morning, the evening, or afternoon. So hope you're all having a good one, and thanks for coming by. I am your host for this short-form podcast, the first in the Osmo Golf Weekly Podcast Series. Jason Rosen, find me on Twitter at DFSGolfer23. And, of course, if you're an Osmo Plus member and want to get in contact with me, good way to do that is through the Slack channel, through the DM in the Slack channel, or, of course, on Twitter. So, if this is your first time joining the Short Form Podcast, thank you for giving me a listen. And what I do quickly is I go over the four smoke facts from the previous week. If you missed the golf contest or didn't maybe uh, watch golf around the world, I give you a quick little tidbit there. And then I go into... Some of the fun stuff from the previous week, like you're not your average cut sweat segment. And then I go into a statistical review, trying to find some golfers that are playing well in certain specific strokes gain categories. And then I measure them up against some of the old age statistics to see how the golfers are gaining their strokes. Then I go over quickly about the field. And this week might be a little easier and a little bit quicker than most as we only have 70 golfers in the field this week. I'll go over those 70 with you, uh, or at least some of the players that you may not know that have gotten in or gotten in at the last minute here. So without further ado, let us head into the Force Move Facts from last week. And of course, our show is sponsored by Superdraft. And if you haven't tried out Superdraft, it is a great way to differentiate your DFS and PGA DFS lineups. So let me tell you a little bit about their multiplier mode. The future of daily fantasy sports has arrived. Experience Superdraft's exclusive game mode multiplier. Say goodbye to salary restrictions and hello to lineup freedom. Use your fantasy sports knowledge to draft any player you want and build your very own dream team. Countless, uh, well, this week my very own dream team would not have done very good, but still, countless lineup possibilities let you experience daily fantasy sports the way you want to. Superdraft offering contests right now for PGA, NASCAR, MLB, NBA, and MMA so you can enjoy the best of DFS all year round. Sign up for Superdraft using promo code AWESOMO10. You get $10 free on your first deposit of 10 or more, or 20 total free on your first deposit of 100 or more. Also, look for the app in the App Store or play at superdraft.io. Superdraft, no limits and more winning. Okay, so uh, my highs and lows and foursome fact from the week. First off, the crazy winds out in uh, Wales and the UK for the uh, European tour. Sorry, had to get that out. Ramon. Romain Langoske came out of nowhere on Sunday to win by two of a score of minus eight. Some really high scores there, though, with the high winds going on. The second one, well, it probably should have been the first one, but TPC Boston, I mean, how easy could this golf course play? Dustin Johnson shot 30 under par. Unbelievable. Some of the best golf we have seen in an incredibly long time. Now, granted, the course was easy. Dustin Johnson shot 30 under par. Totally incredible. And whether or not this is because Brooks got him motivated, I like it. I hope that they end up having a rivalry, you know, and and hating each other because they used to be best friends. I don't know. They they both used to be enemies of mine, so putting them against each other could only be fun. 
Uh, Dustin Johnson certainly gets it done and was lower owned. Okay, Kevin Kisner, back-to-back top fives for him. And along that same line is my fourth Forceman fact from the week as Kevin Kisner gets his own with back-to-back top fives. Harris English, the culmination of a really good restart with a bunch of top 25s. Everything clicked for him this week, coming just second to Dustin Johnson. But still, I'm sure he won't be too very upset with that, knowing that Dustin Johnson won at 30 under par. That's 30 under par. Incredible. Just truly incredible. Okay, let's go on to your not your average cut sweat segment. And there wasn't too many here. I mean, there were a couple. Don't get me wrong. There's always going to be a couple, right? Um, But let's start off at least with a, a couple of negative ones here. The worst one of the day by far was Max Homa. Max Homa comes to 18. He just needs par or better, right? Doesn't he doesn't need anything serious? Puts the drive left, lays up to 120 yards, has 120 yards in, decides to hit it short into the bunker, hits a nice bunker shot to eight feet, missed the eight footer. And a six and a miscut. That's a brutal one. Real brutal. Especially 18 if you're were watching the golf. Um, it, it, throughout the week, you know that 18 didn't play all that hard, so making a bogey on a real tough way to miss the cut. Joel Damon, he needed a four on 18, drove it left, put it up by the green, had about 60 feet in, put it up to about eight feet, missed the putt. Brutal Harold Varner, he doubled 17. He was one inside the line. He doubled 17 to go from four under to two under. He then comes to 18. I'm sorry, to go from 300 to 1 under. He comes to 18. He, now he needs an eagle to make the cut. He sh- gets it to 10 feet. Missed the 10 footer, tapped in for birdie, and ended at 200. Champ, Cam Champ. This one hurt me so badly. He birdied. He re- actually, he bogeyed one. Then he birdied two, three, four, and six to get. So four straight, or, or four or five, to get to minus two. So he just needs one birdie coming in. He's got a par five seventh. He makes par. He puts it to 20 feet on eight. He makes par and misses a 30-footer on nine to miss the cut. Tough one there for Camp Champ. And the last one, luckily, the last time for the next at least two and a half weeks, I have to mention this guy's name, but it was Jordan Speed. He missed a 15-footer and missed a 9-footer on the incoming holes. He had got it to 2-under coming to 15, but missed those 15-footer and 9-footer coming in. And then, of course, couldn't hold out for the bunker to extend his tournament for Eagle. Jordan Spieth ended, I should say, his season, let alone uh, tournament. So that is the Not Your Average Cut Sweat segment. Now we're going to roll right into our statistical review, see how the golfers were gaining strokes this week or what calculated. So off the tee, went to John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Daniel Berger, Corey Connors, Brian Harmon, Scotty Scheffler, Matt Wolf, Emiliano Grillo, Andrew Landry, Tiger Woods, Scott Piercy, Justin Rose, Louis Ustase, and then Zender Schauffele. So... Now we go into driving accuracy, and 1-2 on driving accuracy, Brian Harmon and Andrew Landry both showed up in the top 10, so certainly it was imperative to get in the fairway last week as well, but those were actually the only two guys that ended up in the top 10. We switch over to driving distance, 1-2, John Rahm and Dustin Johnson were 1-2, and they were also 1-2 on the OTT. Strokes gained, so no surprise there. Also, other ones that showed up, Jason Kokrak, Matt Wolf. Uh, and it uh, looks like that's it. So maybe two on each of uh, the sides there. Uh, so about 40 or 50% come from distance and accuracy. And obviously the other ones, 
going to come from probably a mixture thereof. Okay, let's move on to our strokes gain on the approach and greens and regulation. Dustin Johnson led strokes gain on the approach and greens and regulation. Let's just get that out of the way quickly. Charlie Hoffman, Cam Smith, Mark Hubbard, Keegan Bradley, Cam Tringale, Rory McIlroy, that's at least good to see. Justin Rose, Russ Henley, Tyler Duncan, Robbie Shelton, Jason Kokrak, Adam Long, Scotty Scheffler, and Adam Shank this week showed the gain on the approach. Match that up with greens and regulation. I already told you DJ is one. Scotty Scheffler was two. Webb Simpson continuing his hot play was three. Charlie Hoffman, four. Harris English, five. Alex Norton, six. Bubba Watson, Justin Rose, Paul Casey, Adam Scott, Kevin Kisner, John Rahm, Tyler Duncan, Mark Hubbard, and C. Wu Kim round out the top ten, all hitting at least 75% of their greens. We'll also have, I would say, about a 60% crossover between strokes gain on the approach and greens and regulation. All right, the last one we're going to do here is putting. Maverick McNeely, and remember, this week is top 70, which means everybody plays all four days, so take a look at some guys that have been putting well. Maverick McNeely, we know, has been putting well. The next two guys, though, Tommy Fleetwood and Dan Berger, actually throw in Ian Poulter there, too. Those three guys have been red hot with the putter. Dan Berger gets inside the top 10 because his ball striking's also been good, but Tommy Fleetwoods has been terrible. Ian Poulter's a little bit better this week. Definitely something to take an eye on to, though. Harry Higgs also putted well this week, as did Kevin Kisner, Danny Lee, Dustin Johnson, Alex Noren, Victor Hovland. Wow. What's that? Victor Hovland, Louis Ustazen, Bo Hostler, and Ryan Palmer rounding out the top guys. And Shooks gained putting. Puck for GIR goes to Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, Webb Simpson, Charlie Hoffman, Harris English, Alex Noren, Bubba Watson, Justin Rose, Paul Casey, Adam Scott, Kevin Kisser, John Rahm, and Tyler Duncan. Well, John Rahm not showing up in strokes gain putting, but showing up in putts for GIR, I'm going to guess he had probably a pretty good week on his approaches and off the tee, hitting a lot of shots close. Okay, let's go into our birdie review. Top birdie or better for last week. Dustin Johnson had 28. Unbelievable. Harris English had 25. Scotty Scheffler, Taylor Gooch, Keith Mitchell, Cam Davis, Victor Hovland had 24. Daniel Berger, Ryan Palmer, Harry Higgs, Ty Hatton, Robbie Shelton, Brian Harmon, and Sebastian Munoz all had 23. Okay, so now we're going to head on to this week, and we have got the BMW Championship. And this now starts a stretch of golf where we've got four weeks leading up to the United States Open, one of the best and most fun tournaments of the year. We've got a 70-man field, a 30-man field, and then the primer for the U.S. Open out in California, a full field there, and then, of course, the United States Open, which is one of the fullest fields in golf. So, it is a great time to join Osmo Plus if you're not already a member. Eight ninety-five for the week to join Ben and I and Alex and so much more with that eight ninety-five. Subscription, you get Alex's top golfer tool, which had another big week last week. Alex's ownership projections, golfer projections, all of my premium data, which includes my model, which has strokes gained for like two years, DraftKings points, and so much more. So great time to join and step on the PGA Golf DFS golf course today. All right, so let's turn our attention and we go to the BMW Championship played at Olympia Fields. The DFS preview this week. DraftKings already has some of their spawn, uh, already has some of their contest, I should say. Sorry, posted the. They're going with an eight hundred and eighty-eight dollar uh, for the top buy-in, two hundred k first. There twenty-five dollar for the half million to first. No millionaire maker for a no cut. Still pretty good event. Uh, pretty good size offering as well. Different price point on that eight hundred dollar. But if you're a fan of the two hundred dollar 
Uh, a single entry, that is again 100K. It is played uh, this year. It is played at Olympia Fields. Now, this is one of the one that has a rotating course at it, uh, where it switches courses. Here, it's at Olympia Fields. We, law- we last saw it at the 2017 Women's PGA Championship. And before that, if you watch uh, U.S. Amateur Golf, which I don't even know if it was on in 2015, we may not have seen it. But the last time the PGA Tour saw it was in 2003 for the United States Open. That year, the United States Open have played about a par 70, 7,100 yards. They've added a couple hundred yards in length. It's now going to play a par 70, roughly 7,300 yards. Uh, in 2003, the fairways were very hard to hit. 53% of them were hit. However, for back then, the driving distance uh, was notably higher, only 288 yards, which Bryson can do with a six iron now, it feels like. Um, there were a lot of drivers hit. Uh, also, uh, the greens and regulation was below 60%. So you got to be a good scrambler here, it seems. Uh, I would suspect that number to come up a little bit this year. I don't think we're going to have U.S. Open-style rough, although we'll probably have it pretty good, just not truly a U.S. Open, I wouldn't say. Don't quote me on that, of course. But with fairways being so hard to hit there back in 2003, I can't imagine they're that much easier to hit here. So I suspect the strokes gained around the green will come into play a little bit more. But Danielle Kang, who won the Women's PGA in 2017, seemed like that was a pretty low score for her. Now, granted, they played different golf courses and and everything like that. I'm not in no way, shape, or form comparing the two. But uh, I think they are going to be plenty of missed greens this week. So take a look at guys that are chipping and putting well. So the last thing that I do on this pod, and this one is, like I said, only 14 minutes long because I don't really have to talk about the field. It's just the top 70 golfers that are in uh, the uh, FedEx Cup points list. And maybe, I guess, I can tell you a little bit about those players that you may not have known uh, that just snuck in. Uh, I know that late in the day when I was watching there, Doc Redman was in. He is now out. He will not be playing this week. He was, I think he's number, uh, just to give you a, a, exactly, Dr. Redman was number 71. He was the bubble boy. Louis Oosthuizen moved all the way up to 70 with his good finish. Guys like Charles Howell. Max Homa, who was on the bubble, he gets in. Maverick McNeely gets in. Jason Kobrak, JT Poston, Paul Casey, Jim Herman, and even Robbie Shelton with another good finish. He was able to secure himself. I, he, he might have even slid into the top 10 there. Uh, here on Sunday with a good round, Russell Henley, Matt Fitzpatrick, just a couple of guys around. Now on the on the other side of things, looking on the outside, Doc Redman, like I said, was in most of the day. He loses by a couple of points. Sung Kang, Denny McCarthy, Troy Merritt, Phil Mickelson, Henrik Norlander, Charlie Hoffman, Sing Jun Zhang, Seb Straka, and Harold Varner the third were the first guys out. Still, we'll have plenty of great status and play pretty much anywhere they want to on the PGA Tour next year. But their season for now is over. Okay, the last thing I do on this pot each and every week is give you my salary guesses. And while last week I had an okay week, I definitely did not have Rom down at 10000 But I think I've got a better handle on what they're going to do this week. I've got Justin Thomas coming in at 11400 I suspect with uh, the ownership uh, not getting too low but not getting too high, they'll stick with him at number one. Dustin Johnson after the massive win. And I mean... You could have cashed if you had him and one other or two other guys in the top 10 this week. He scored that many points. Um, just totally insane. Blew the field away. And if you didn't play him, 
didn't have any chance. 11.1K for him. DeChambeau after the miscut, 10.9. Rory's form, still questionable, but I'm sure the oddsmakers will still love him, 10.7. Rom closes that gap, though. Instead of 10K, he's coming in at 10.5. And Webb Simpson, another good start there at TPC Boston, where maybe the course wasn't a great fit for him. But regardless, he gets it done with another great finish. So I suspect Webb Simpson is going to be pushed up to the 10.2K range. All right, so thanks for everybody for joining the opening tee pod. Uh, next week, we've only got 30 players in the field, so I'm likely going to just do one podcast total next week where I'll kind of like go over the field and break it down uh, in terms of fit and form, in terms of the against the grain pod that I normally do each and every week, which I still will this week, so I want to, I guess, take it aside. You'll still get the Fit in the Form podcast tomorrow, or depending on when you listen to this, I put it out on Tuesday evenings. And then, of course, the uh, Against the Grain, Reading the Grain podcast for the ownership, uh, for mainly for DraftKings, but across the PGA DFS slates. That'll be on Wednesday morning. So, until then, until next time, everybody, if you are not wa- uh, listening to this before Monday at 2.30 or 2 o'clock, check out the PGA DFS First Look Show Myself, Jeff Ulrich, and Sal Vitri. And then, of course, on Tuesday, Timothy Frank and Ben Raza get on the mic at 2.30, going over their strategy for the slate. And then Ben and I wrap it all up and give you all the up-to-date information on Wednesday night at 8.30 on our Live Before Lock show. So until next time, everybody, thank you for coming by the Opening Tea Podcast, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers.